turn to Luke chapter number two. Y'all knew it was coming. Eventually, we were going to be here during the Christmas season. Hey, but I think it'll be a little different than uh, what you probably was thinking. And the uh, Lord's already changed it up while I was sitting over there, so we're going to have fun. I don't know where we'll end up, all right? Luke chapter number two. Find your place in Luke chapter number two. We'll be in verse number 25, Miss Carrie, and we'll read down through verse number 35, and then we'll get our text, and we will uh, uh, expound a little bit on a uh, man by the name of Simeon. Uh, so uh, we'll start off in verse number 25 here in Luke chapter number two. Say amen. amen. The Bible says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And once again, uh, Jesus, his last name is not Christ. Uh, the reference here for Christ in your Bible is a reference to the Messiah. And so that is why the verse reads that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ or the Lord's Messiah. Verse number 27, And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou, uh, thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the faith. Now he's being presented in the temple. He's being given back to God as is instructed and as was instructed for the firstborn male, the male that openeth the womb or openeth the, uh, 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 well, y'all know what I'm saying. I ain't going to try it. All right. <laughs> but y'all know exactly what I'm saying. Uh, uh, for the one that opens a womb, he was to be dedicated back. And so Jesus was brought to the temple for that purpose. All Simeon had was the Old Testament. And yet, he believed. Stay with me. All he had was Isaiah chapter number 7 and verse number 14. Isaiah told him about a virgin birth. One, a child that would come. In chapters number 9 and six, uh, verse number 6 and 7, a child that would be born who was wonderful and counselor. Micah chapter number 5, uh, we see that he would be born in Bethlehem. In the scripture he had, he had in Genesis chapter number 3 an account of a seed of the woman. He had in Genesis chapter uh, number 22 the account of Abraham and Isaac and a ram caught in the thicket by its horn. Uh, in uh, Genesis chapter, or Exodus chapter number 12, he had the Passover in Exodus chapter number 25. He had the tabernacle. He knew that God would come and dwell with man. He knew that God had promised that he would send a Messiah. And so all Simeon had was the word of God and he chose to believe it. He teaches us a lesson in waiting. 
What do you mean, preacher? I mean, you and I have the Word of God, and yet we want everything on our timetable exactly when we want it, or God ain't God and God ain't true. But Simeon had a promise that before he died, he would see Jesus Christ. And he believed it. And he teaches us the ministry of waiting. Somebody needs to hear this. Because you got big plans for your life and God ain't moving on your timetable. God ain't moving on your timetable. He's not doing things like you think God ought to do. But yet you have a word from God. And that word from God is he means to do good in your life. But you ain't waiting on him. You don't want to wait on his timetable. You want to try to do it on your own. Simeon teaches us that waiting on the Lord is worth it. He teaches us a lesson in waiting. We see the precepts given to him. All he had was that scripture. All he had, uh, uh, he had that uh, Jesus had appeared before his birth at Bethlehem. He, he, he had, he had uh, uh, recordings of that with both Hagar, uh, with Abraham, with Jacob, with Moses, with Joshua, with Gideon, with Isaiah, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, with Daniel. All these men, Zechariah, all of them had seen the Messiah before he was born. That's all he had. He didn't have, is everybody understanding what I'm saying right here? Let me break it down and help you. He didn't have near the Bible you and I do. He didn't have near the knowledge that you and I do. But he trusted what he knew. He trusted what he knew. And he teaches us a lesson in waiting. Nobody likes that word. Can I get a witness? Ain't nobody in here I pulled into Red Owl yesterday. I told my wife for my second trip. I pulled into Red Owl, and there was a line all the way out to the road. I said, well, I'm going to go in. I pulled around. There was people walking in. About two or three people walked in for me. I'm like, I ain't. Come on. I ain't waiting. Right through the bank parking lot, because if you go out in Winn-Dixie, you'll never get out with a new Chick-fil-A junk. Is everybody all right? I went, through the, I went through the bank parking lot backwards. Went right on out in the road, and here I went. I come back later. There wasn't no line. I don't mean nothing to y'all, but it means a whole lot to me. Praise God. I got there this morning. There wasn't no line. Hallelujah. <laughs> Why? I don't like waiting. I don't like waiting on anything. I, I, I want it now. I want it like I want it. Burger King. Have it your way right away. Right? I don't even eat at Burger King. But I, I live that motto. <laughs> I want it my way. And I want it quickly. And that's how most Christians live their life. God, I want my blessing now. Simeon teaches us a lesson in waiting. God's doing something in your life and it ain't, come, it ain't all come to light yet. If you're not careful, you'll get ahead of God and you'll get, you'll get yourself messed up. Simeon had precepts that was given to him and he learned. He, he, he teaches us a lesson of waiting. Waiting on what he knew to be true. He had a promise that was given to him. God said that he would not die before. He would not see death before he seen the Lord's Christ or the Lord's Messiah. And we see his presumption that he lived with. He trusted God's word. I want to take a moment right here if I can. 
Because you and I have a word that Jesus is coming back. Y'all thought I was going to stick to all that good stuff where y'all, y'all, y'all are waiting on God to give you a million dollar stuff. But you and I have a word from the Lord that he's coming back. Stay with me. I'm fitting to make you mad. Do you live your life as though he's coming back? Preacher, I see you tonight. You may not. Preacher, I'll see you. Are we having college Tuesday night, preacher? Because if we are, I'm going to see you Tuesday night. You might not. I'll be here Wednesday night, preacher. You might not. I'll be here next Sunday morning. Might not. Why? We got a promise. Come on now, help me. We got a promise that he's coming back. We have a promise that no man knows the time. No man knows the hour. No man knows the day. So how can we boast of tomorrow when we don't know what's going to happen this afternoon after lunch? He teaches us a lesson in waiting. Not only did he trust the precepts of God and trust the promises of God, but he lived with the presumption that God could come any moment. Now he trusted in the first coming of God. You and I are trusting in, well, the rapture and the second coming. So the question this morning is this. Are you living your life as though Jesus could come back today? Stay with me. That means if you're lost in this building, you may not get the opportunity. So preacher, that's just mean. I can't believe you'd say something like that. It's my job to warn you. And that Bible tells us that Jesus is coming back. Say, well, I don't believe that Bible. You got a lot of, you got a lot of catching up to do. Because there was a lot of prophecies made about a Christ that would come. And he fulfilled every single one of those prophecies. You better quit getting your news from Google and all of that. Is everybody all right? The fact of the matter is, is everything that God said was going to happen has happened up to this point. Which leads me to believe that everything that he said is going to happen is going to happen just like he said it would. So if I wasn't ready this morning before I left out of here I'd get this thing straightened out. He teaches us a lesson in waiting. Not only that but he teaches us a lesson in walking. Oh where you see that preacher? I'm glad you asked. So if we go to the scripture the Bible tells us a few things about this man in verse number 25. In verse number 25 it says that there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and the same man was just he teaches us a lesson in waiting he trusted God's promises but while he was waiting he teaches us a lesson in walking (laughs) the Bible says that he was a just man I need somebody thank you Miss Lucy I'm glad you're here this morning Miss Lucy I have missed having you in church to say say it pastor He teaches us a lesson in walking. 
Now, I'm going I'm to talk just for a few minutes. Now, if you, if you don't know Christ as your Savior this morning, you're getting off scot-free right here for a moment. If you're saved in this building this morning, this man teaches us a lesson in our walking, our conduct. The Bible says that he was a just man. You know what that means, Miss Helen? It means that he treated everybody right. He was just. It literally means that he was righteous. He treated people the right way. The Bible tells us that this man's conduct, all right, was that he was just. He was right with every man. The Bible also teaches us that he was devout. <laughs> that means that he was committed. I'm going to need some help right here. Not only did he walk right and how he treated others, but he was committed. And according to the Bible, he was at the temple. So I'm just going to go ahead and make an assumption that he was committed to God. He teaches us how to walk. He teaches us through his conduct, through his conversion. He teaches us through his consecration. The Bible says this about the man. It said that he was, uh, uh, here we go, the Holy Ghost was, somebody help me right here, upon him. And the next verse it says, and it was revealed to him, unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And in verse number 27, the first part says, and he came by the Spirit into the temple. He teaches us in walking. He teaches us a lesson in our walking about his conduct, his conversion, and his consecration. What do you mean by that? He was spirit-led. I need somebody to help me right here. I'm going to help some Christians out right here. You're trying to live a life like a Christian and you ain't got no spirit-filled life. You're living a life. You're waking up every morning. You're not praying. You're not going. You're not doing any of those things and saying, why can't I live like I'm supposed to live? Because you are suppressing everything God's trying to do in your life. You have to be spirit-led. God, help. I can't. I need somebody to help me right here. I can't get in my car and drive to town without being spirit-led. I can't go into Walmart without being spirit-led. I certainly can't go to Red Owl without a coffee and be spirit-led and have to wait in line. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? What I'm telling you is every aspect of our life, if you and I are going to live our life and walk the way God has designed us to walk, then we are going to have to walk in the Spirit, filled with the Spirit. The Bible says the Spirit was upon him. The Spirit revealed things to him. Spirit guided him. Are y'all seeing that? It's amazing how scripture just kind of lays it all out there for us. His conduct, he was just. His conversion, he was devout. His consecration, he was spirit-led. His consistency, he was in the right spot at the right time. And he's, <laughs> y'all better hear me. Oh my goodness. If Simeon, had the attendance record of some of our members, he never would have seen Jesus. Woo! <laughs> I have fun. Y'all have fun? Y'all all mad at me right now. You know who's mad at me right now? Come on, tell me who's mad at me right now. 
ones that don't come. The ones that don't come. It ain't that important. It ain't that important. I can get enough Jesus and I can get enough Jesus in 30 minutes. I can get enough Jesus in just one choir song. I can get enough Jesus. I can get enough Jesus in just one service a month. Is everybody all right? Some of y'all are missing out on some things. Bible tells us where two or three are gathered together in his name. There he'd be in the midst. And while you're sitting at home and your wife, y'all ain't gathering in his name. Matter of fact, y'all screaming and hollering at each other and the devil's right there in the middle of it going, uh-huh, I'm here, I'm here. Meantime, we meeting in church and God saying, I was here. I want to meet with you. I'll move on. He teaches us a lesson of waiting. He teaches us a lesson in walking. He teaches us a lesson in watching. And watching. Let's shift gears again. Talked about waiting. We talked about walking. We've dealt with everybody in here, I believe. We're going to switch back to watching. Everybody all right? Lord, change this up on me. It might be bad. If it is, it's all his fault. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. All right, it's mine. But he teaches us a lesson of watching. Many of us come in contact with Jesus and won't recognize it. Simeon, the Bible tells us that they brought the child in to do for him after the custom of the law. And Simeon recognized him. Oh, I need somebody to help me. He didn't have a picture of him. He didn't have a description of him other than it was going to be a child. But yet, he recognized him. He recognized the opportunity. And the Bible says that he took the child up in his hands and blessed him. And he recognized that child as a Messiah. Y'all stay with me. There's many that are going to sit here today and Jesus done been all up in your grits. You ain't recognized it. You think the preacher done something to you or the preacher's making you mad or the song done something to you emotionally and the Holy Spirit the whole time. Hello. And you're sitting there thinking, man, I don't know what's going on. That church is different. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and if any man will let me in. (laughs) He said he'll come in and sup with him. He'll come in and dine with him. And the whole time you've been sitting in the service and what's going on? Why, Why is everybody standing up? Is everybody all right? He teaches us a lesson and watch. He recognized him. He regarded him. Can I say it that way? I want to say it that way because not only did he recognize him, 
but he regarded what he knew about it. There's many of us, we live in the Bible Belt. We can't say that we ain't never heard of Jesus. You can ride down I-75 and learn about Jesus from a billboard. Or up 75, I don't know about down 75, but I know up 75, there's all kind of billboards up there for Jesus, right? So we can't, none of us say that we don't know who Jesus is. We've heard. You've probably even heard the gospel before. I'm probably not the first preacher that told you that Jesus is coming back. I'm probably not the first preacher that told you that if you died without Christ, you'd go to hell. I'm probably not the first teacher or preacher or teacher that has told you that Jesus Christ came born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, died on the cross for you. The difference between some in this building is some have regarded what they've heard about him, embraced it, and responded. So the question this morning is this. How will you respond today? I ain't got this one written down, so I'm preaching this one just off the cuff, but he teaches us a lesson in worship. The Bible says that once he recognized the child, he embraced him. <laughs> Woo! He responded. How did he respond? He embraced him. He embraced him. He teaches us a lesson in worship. It ain't all about this. It ain't all about this. It ain't all about running around. It ain't all about... He embraced him. He grabbed a hold of him. The Bible says he blessed him. Here's what happened. Simeon said... I have now seen thy salvation. <laughs> I've seen the salvation. He's held it. He's embraced it. A lesson in worship. This morning, Dalton's coming to the piano. We're done. Check that out. Boy, I got gun quick. Some of y'all ought to give me a tip. Wine so much when I go, uh, you ought to give me a tip. If you want, if you want short preaching, you're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't come give me no money. He teaches us a lesson in waiting. Hey, somebody sitting in this building this morning, God ain't done what he said he was going to do for you yet. You've gotten anxious. You may be even sitting here being upset with God because he didn't do it like he did it for somebody else. Now, God, you did this for them, but you ain't done it for me. Simeon teaches us a lesson that if God said he'll do it, look, listen to me. If he said he'll do it, he'll do it. So if you're in this building this morning, heads bowed and eyes closed, nobody looking around with me. But if you're in this building this morning and say, Preacher, I've had a hard time watching other, other people get their blessings and me, me not getting mine. Watching other people get their prayers answered, but mine aren't. Asking God to do something in my family. Asking God to save one of my kids. Asking God to save a husband or a wife. And he hadn't done it yet. And I've watched others 
get their blessing. I've watched others get their miracle. I've watched others get their answer to prayer, but God hadn't answered mine yet. Simeon's teaching us a lesson in waiting. I believe it was Isaiah that said it. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. This morning, listen to me. Don't get anxious. Don't walk away from God. Learn this lesson of waiting. Number two, we've seen a lesson in walking. For the Christians that are in this building, I ask you this question. How's your testimony? The testimony of Simeon was that he was a just man. How do you treat people? Oh, somebody needs to come to the altar. Don't act like you ain't. Don't act like you're treating everybody right. The Bible says he was a just man. The Bible says he was a devout man. The Bible says that he was spirit-led. The spirit was upon him. Every facet of his life, the spirit was involved. And the spirit led him. How about it this morning? Third, he teaches a lesson in watching. He recognized an opportunity. It was just a baby, but he recognized an opportunity. Ain't no telling how many babies had come through that temple, but this one was different. He recognized this was the one. He recognized this was the opportunity. He recognized this was the chance. And he responded to it. Remember, remember, remember. He gave a prophecy. He said some will fall and some will rise. Some will receive help and some will harden. Some will receive him, some will reject him. Simeon teaches us a lesson in watching. Recognizing when we're in his presence. Recognizing when he's right here and wanting to do something in your life. And he responded. And he teaches us a lesson in worship. To some of us, he's just another story. A ticket punched to heaven. To Simeon, he was everything. He said, mine eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord. This morning, Heads bowed, eyes closed all the way around the building. Jesus was to come back before you got done eating lunch. Do you know that you spend eternity in heaven? This morning you sit in here and say, Preacher, I do not know. That's what I want you to do. No matter where you're at in the building, nobody's looking around. If you're in the balcony, I want you to raise your hand. If you're on the floor, I want you to just look up at me. 
Make eye contact. Jesse, help me right here. Come right here with Jesse. Talk to Jesse. Anybody else? Preacher, I don't know. I hope nobody's looking up because we all say, I hope, I pray, it ain't because we've hardened ourselves so much to the gospel that we no longer respond. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. God, we sure are thankful. I am. Lord, I'm thankful for this morning. Lord, I'm thankful that you love us. I know who I get to preach to. Lord, I know there's a lot just like me. lot to be desired a lot of improvements that can be made in our walk in our worship in our waiting Lord I pray that we don't get to the place in our life with you where you can show up and us not even recognize it Lord, I pray this morning that everybody in this building has recognized your presence. Lord, I pray everyone in this building has responded to it in some way. Thank you for Simeon and the lessons that he teaches us in waiting and walking and watching and in worship. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.